Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Laundry Lowdown, the podcast. My name is Sophia Smith and this is Life Stories and I am joined by Lucy Lauren, aka UK Cute Girl. Hello! Hi! Do you want to tell everyone about your, is it your ankle? Oh yeah, um, I had a little mishap. Um yeah, I kind of fell off a horse twice. <laughs> Horses are the devil. I know, but I'm addicted and I can't keep breaking bones on them. <laughs> can't stop. <laughs> on them. Yeah, <laughs> or off them. Yeah. Rather. <laughs> I had a very small, teeny tiny, like, mishap with a horse when I was younger. Um, I'm not, I don't love horses. Like, I'm not, I'm How a bit more. You not love of... horses. Well, I mean, to look at, like, I admire them, you know, and horses for me are something a little bit more like, I'll appreciate from over here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but I think maybe because I just feel like they're so big, they're, I feel intimidated by their unpredictable nature. Yeah. And um, also because when <laughs> I was... My dad had a friend who had a massive farm and mm. they had loads of horses and we went to visit his friend and we I went on a horse and <laughs> the horse just started like kind of throwing me everywhere and I fell off onto this massive boulder and I had like a grease oh. fracture in my left arm and I was a little bit traumatised from that, oh, no. I think. Yeah, and I wasn't like... Yeah, I was well, being led around by a teenager, so it kind oh. of felt a little bit like, oh no, this is what horses do, I can never go near one again. Um, well, I used to so, fall off all the time when I was little, and now I'm old, things hurt, and I get broken. Well, that's another reason why I want to appreciate them from far away. Yeah, but they're addictive, and I can't stop getting on them. Are you in a cast? No, it's not broken, I've just still got that cast there, because they put me on cast for a few days. But What is that? Oh, that's a sort. Oh. Oh, you're pointing there. I saw your point. So there is no video feed for everyone else. But beh- behind, you have a um, a very impressive looking saw. And she pointed in the direction of it. And I was like, wow, that's that's I've been using that. Don't worry, no wonder you're in pain. No wonder you're in pain. Maybe I will need to soon. No. Why don't you tell people why you have the saw? Uh, oh, um, I'm renovating a house and I bought it like two and a half years ago now and it's going on forever. But it's going to be finished this week. Um, like finished, finished, ready, finished. done, livable, yeah. like no dust yeah. left. <gasps> yeah. So um, carpet's going in, you know, it's all done and um, I'm moving out so I'm not even going to get to enjoy it. <laughs> 
what is going to happen with the property? It's going to go on a holiday let, and um, people are going to hire it for shoots and things. But I'm a bit worried about that because the walls are quite thin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it might not be that good for it, but yeah. <laughs> that's amazing and so when you bought the property and you started the project of renovating did you think that it would take two and a half years or did no <laughs> was it just so let me think when lockdown started so lockdown was in the march wasn't it yeah so did you i got the keys for this in the december before the okay. lockdown so it's been two and a half years ago years now mm-hmm. I planned like a year to do it but like all grand designs <laughs> do you think that perhaps your hectic kind of mindset of like wanting to be here there and everywhere was kind of a contribution to why it took longer or do you think like lockdown was probably the biggest factor in um it was a mixture of lockdown um money mm-hmm. and um my puppy <laughs> yeah she, she I can imagine she's not very puppy sized anymore no she's big now and but I got her as a puppy uh a year ago so I couldn't work as much and I lost quite a lot of money because I wasn't working so I was training the puppy yeah um so that put me back like say six months <laughs> okay yeah but it's worth it <laughs> yeah dogs are a massive interference aren't they yeah. and I say that with the nicest of intentions yeah I have you have a, a very well-trained dog and I have two dickheads <laughs> who, who one is like that they're, they're trained to some degree but not to the same <laughs> kind of dedication that you put in well she's a Vizsla so other Vizslas if they're not trained they're just an absolute psychopath and Callie's a bit of a psychopath and she's pretty well trained so Mm. <laughs> she's very um, good I met to. her Oh, yeah she kept attacking your cardigan and I was like get off yeah she did but cardigans are fun yeah <laughs> and she was only like seven or eight months then wasn't she oh god no she was she must have been younger oh really oh, yeah I'll let her off then <laughs> she was a tiny pupper yeah she was very tiny <laughs> so you're gonna move out and then yeah. where do you live um well, that's the bit I'm not that sure about yet. <laughs> I'm going to no. travel around a bit and um, yeah. stay with friends and things. Um, yeah. while I, I'm looking for another house now. Um, I put an offer on last week, but it got declined. Was that the one that you mentioned to me? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that they're lying about the other offers and they're going to come back to me. Okay. So they said they're keeping it open until the 30th of April. And I think they want me to raise my offer. And I'm like, never. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other offers. I've already caught them lying so many times. Oh, really? Mm. It does need a lot of work, doesn't it? Yeah. I said I wasn't going to take on such a big project this time. And I've taken it on. (laughs) Yeah. I can't So if that if that doesn't happen that property then what's the plan for you moving forward just to find somewhere else yeah find somewhere else another project and I'm just basically going to be the model that lives in building sites forever so I can shoot kinky stuff in derelict buildings yeah (laughs) having your own derelict building is very cool yeah but um it's not that nice to shoot in (laughs) no yeah. I am very much like a sanitary person. <laughs> I am like the polar opposite of a shooting environment. For you. You're much more easygoing than I am. Oh, God. Well, 
it's quite stressful when it's all going on and the builders just turn up whenever they want so you're like <laughs> okay I'll just take these nipple clamps off it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of shoots I don't know about you but for me in the last six to eight weeks it's just gone absolutely mental busy it's almost like a switch has just been flicked yeah and because I felt like kind of a lot of companies still shot through stages of lockdown because it because production was allowed to continue yeah just before anyone gets their knickers in a twist production (laughs) was allowed to continue um and so through various stages lots of companies did keep shooting and so it never really felt like shoots weren't happening yeah about about for you and then um I suppose the up and down nature of we're in lockdown we're out of lockdown is probably more gradual for you and I than say my other half who he's kind of like he was either on fellow or in work there was not really a any in-between stages yeah yeah and so it has been very steady I suppose the last two years for myself and obviously I worked with you twice yeah and so um I suppose maybe the same for you but then like in the last six to eight weeks it's just gone yeah no the world is open welcome back everyone and I'm like I need a holiday (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was like yeah I keep getting bookings and I'm like I don't want to book anything in I just want like a month off or something (laughs) Oh my goodness. But I, don't I was I panicking as well because of, of my ankle. I've got like a few cool things coming up and I was like, oh no, it's like the worst timing. What do you have coming up? I've got a location shoot of Restrained Elegance mm-hmm. and I've got, I'm going on a holiday this weekend Woo! and then I've got BoundCon in June. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. That is fun. Yeah. So and and then obviously I'm trying to get the house ready and I was I thought I'd broken my ankle. I was like, no, panicking. Like another delay would be the last thing you needed. Yeah. But I got a few shoots booked in now and yeah, it does feel busy. It feels like everyone's asking now. Yeah, it does. It feels yeah. it feels really good that yeah. civilization is perhaps yeah. returning <laughs> yeah. returning to normal. Yeah. I um in the year that we went into lockdown. Mm. I was supposed to be, because I do, I don't know how much you do for companies abroad. I think you do quite a bit for your own site. Yeah, I got commissioned quite a lot in the first lockdown from sites that couldn't work and they were panicking and things. Yeah, but do you travel abroad quite a bit for companies or for like touring? Yeah, like, yeah. And now you go to Holland and stuff. Yeah, I've been to Germany and Canada and Australia. Oh, cool. Okay, so during that first year, like, it was very normal for me to have to travel yeah. like, on a plane quite a lot yeah. for shoots. And um, Holland, Germany, again, same as you, like Portugal, Italy, all around like mainland Europe and stuff. And um, as you know, I just got back from Dubai. Yeah. And um, I've gone a little bit kind of like flight booking crazy because I'm like yes (laughs) yeah this is amazing because I love planes and then now I'm kind of thinking oh no when am I gonna work (laughs) when can I go to Holland and and do all of the shoots that I was meant to do two years ago (laughs) I always wish it was busy for work during the winter because I always want to go out and play in the summer (laughs) yeah work for me I think 
during it seems to kind of should I watch you know I think about it I always tell myself I'm gonna take December really easy and then I never do December's always really busy I don't know why yeah I always thought it would be quiet um but it's not as busy for me yeah it is actually I suppose kind of October November seems a little bit quiet December's busy and then January's quiet I think that's kind of how it happened but I always tell myself I'm going to take December like really steady because (laughs) you know it's the month of family and Christmas yeah (laughs) and then I and then I'm like running around like (laughs) shopping centers like whilst I'm shooting in the day and then trying to find a local shopping center in the evening to buy like everyone's (laughs) gifts Every year I say, I'm not doing Christmas this year, I'm going abroad, I'm just going to go and have a holiday and not do any presents. And something always happens and I have to stay at home. (laughs) We we talked about going abroad for Christmas and just kind of ignoring the responsibilities that are put upon us. Um, I don't think we can really manage it just because... (laughs) There's too many people. Yeah, I got There's really too many people that. involved. <laughs> I, I love like Christmas Day and Boxing Day and that, but I, the lead up to it is just mad and it? like panicking and stressing out about presents or food or whatever. <laughs> I quite like the idea of Christmas. I like being quite a giving person and I do love buying gifts for people. Um, I want to kind of, I want to make an effort and choose them something that I think they'd really like. Yeah. But actually, Christmas Day and Boxing Day are very, very stressful oh. <laughs> for me because, um, obviously, with my son, like he has his dad's side to see, and then my side of the family. My family is huge. His dad's yeah. side is huge, and so usually, kind of what Christmas, well, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day means is that I'm traveling the length and breadth of the M62, and it's not particularly enjoyable. No, it's like a work day. Yeah. Oh no. So yes, I would like to be in a foreign country, kind of pretending I have no responsibilities, but it's not particularly yeah. fair, I suppose, on my son's. I'm just applying lip balm. It's very important, guys. <laughs> it's very, very important. When I was fun fact, life dry story. mouth, dry mouth. <laughs> fun fact of when I was in labour, um, I was like massively addicted to having lip balm applied when I was giving birth. Really? I, yeah, my mum <laughs> jokes about it even to this day. She was because she was like, well, there's two funny things. Um, but, so I had pethidine. <clears throat> What's right. Petha is a great, it's a great thing. Okay. <laughs> Fully recommend. Right. Okay. So when they basically, they give you like a TENS machine, which is rubbish. And then they give you paracetamol in the hope that that's going to do something. And it obviously doesn't. Paracetamol. Like, yeah. Because you're basically giving birth to this like on fire bowling ball. And that's kind oh of how labor God. feels. And obviously tablets are not going to do anything. You need something stronger. Yeah. So then they give you pethidine. And then if that doesn't work, then they give you an epidural because they still want you to have some level of responsibility. And with an epidural, you don't really because you can't oh. feel when you're contracting. Oh, really? It, but with pethidine, you can still feel it. Yeah. And um, But it makes you a bit crazy. It makes you a little <laughs> bit crazy. So I asked for stamps. Stamps? Yep. Yep, what do you that's mean? what I said. St- yeah. Oh, as in postal stamps? Yep. 
<laughs> so you can post your baby. <laughs> yes, to get rid of the pain. Yeah, I asked the stamps, but I would, and that's what pethidine does to you. But it makes oh, you feel amazing. So it? you know, you got to take the crazy, yeah, with the pain relief. But yeah, I was massively addicted to um, <clears throat> lip stuff, <laughs> and she was there, and like, it's not very easy applying a lip product for someone else. You're kind of like. Yeah. No one can see what I'm doing. I'm just like prodding my finger towards the, towards Lucy on the camera. Just, it's kind of like that. It was yeah. I was addicted to lip stuff. Aww. So now actually we have a bit of a running joke. So every Christmas she buys me lip products. Oh. Because of that, yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. Well, no. God, no. <laughs> no. No. Thank you. Two dogs and one very tall teenage child is yeah. definitely enough for me <laughs> definitely enjoying the conversations today well we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day in fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now, and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code PODCAST to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. Well, one dog's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, but she's she's a kind of a strong breed, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to walk her like 6,000 times a day? No, twice a day. She has an hour and a half in the morning and an hour in the evening. Yeah. And then she needs something at lunchtime, like a sniff out or play or, or training or something. How are you finding walking her with your ankle? Oh, I'm just hobbling around. I'm going to the busy places, so there's dogs she can play with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have anything like doggy daycare where you are? Yeah, I've never taken her to any. I get nervous about it. So my two, Doris and Travis, go to doggy daycare. Do they? Yeah, it's very, very good for them. Oh. Um, they Doris does quite a lot of like agility stuff while she's there. Oh. And so I ended up I bought a slide for her at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like a toddler slide. I mean, I've been working with her to get her to like jump out like to jump over it, like an oh. assault course basically. Um, Travis is not as interested. He'll go down it, but he's not really interested in kind of doing smart dog stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they go to doggy daycare, which is why it's very quiet here today. Oh, yeah. I put Callie upstairs, so she's quiet. She had a bone and it was so loud. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If Doris had a bone, it'd be like clang. Yeah. <laughs> getting dropped all over the tiles constantly. Oh. So, when your ankle is fine, yeah, what's the plan for you with your diary? Like moving forward, like are you are your shoots kind of like booked? Is bank on your first thing, or like what's going on? Um, I've got holiday this weekend. Oh yeah, um, where is that? 
Uh, just Portugal for a quick girls weekend. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got Restrained Elegance in May for a mm-hmm. week. And then I've got BoundCon in June. Mm-hmm. And then I'm staying in Munich for a couple of days because I always do after BoundCon just to yeah. have a look around and go to the yeah, English Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're with um, Richmond Elegance for a week. I think perhaps some people don't realise when we do shoots for companies, I think they possibly assume, you know, we do a day. Yeah. And that's kind of it. And we do obviously sometimes just do a day, but um, it's much more productive for companies really, isn't it? Yeah. To book like, say, three. Ah, I just got cramps in one sec. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. I'm just getting it in my left foot. Oh. oh, it's fine. I hate that. It's That's the worst. At least you're not swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're t- when you get cramp and you're trying to swim, you're yeah. like drowning. <laughs> Your foot's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as I was saying, I don't think people realise that like we do this kind of, um, you know, three, five or a week of producing and it's quite intense on the body really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, after a few days, like, especially doing bondage sort mm. of stuff, it's knackering. Yeah, it is. And then kind of, especially with like RE, you obviously, everyone, you have like a set time yeah. for breakfast and then yeah. you're ready for the flipping hair on my face now it's going well isn't it <laughs> you have breakfast at a set time you've got to be ready like you know to shoot at a certain time because as a company from their point of view they have a certain amount of footage and yeah sets they need to get to make it profitable so on a day you know you can be doing say I suppose five to eight photo sets yeah you're doing that across a week that's a lot of outfits you also need yeah. to take as well. <laughs> and the videos take quite a lot of thought because for I really got to do quite a bit of acting. Yeah, <laughs> so, there is um there's a lot involved with the original yeah. video, isn't there? Yeah, so it's not just the physical stuff. I get tired like mentally. <laughs> oh do you? Okay. Yeah. I get tired physically. Do you? My brain is always awake. Yeah. <laughs> My brain is always like pa, 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 pa. Yeah. But I think I I like want to try and put as much effort as I can into those and then you're like I'm trying to think of stuff and Jocelyn and that's so good I'm like ah. so yeah, I'm tired is. I'm like knackered from my brain <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the day I'm like <gasps> don't you think it's funny that we basically have very similar careers but we've never other than like laundry lowdown and working for your site we've never been booked together don't you think that's crazy everyone kept saying oh Sophia Smith and I was like oh I need to meet her (laughs) because I remember you helping me out on Twitter a few times did I I, oh that's yeah I was stranded in (laughs) Berlin and you were like right do this do that and I was like amazing (laughs) and you helped me out loads and I was like I need to meet her (laughs) (laughs) what happened when you were stranded in Berlin um, so it was just as like lockdown was kicking off. And remember, there was all those massive storms. Yes. yes. Um, so I no, it wasn't Berlin. It was Hamburg, and all my flights were cancelled. And I was like, no, I've just had like terrible tour, whatever. And I was knackered, and I was like sat at the airport, and they just cancelled all the flights. And it was EasyJet, so they just shut the desk and went home. And I was like, uh, there's no <laughs> flights. What do I do? Like they were supposed to give me a hotel, and they just didn't. 
anyway, I decided to um, get a train down to Berlin. Mm-hmm. And I just had a look around Berlin for a day and stayed in a hostel and it was actually really fun. I think I remember you posted pictures of being in Berlin. Yeah. Because you were like kind of, I am fine, this is actually really nice. Yeah, so okay. I had to get a flight from Berlin in the end because everywhere in Hamburg was cancelled. But I ended up having a day looking around the whole of Berlin and got drunk in Berlin on my own. It's quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fun. then I got COVID on the flight on the way home. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, this oh, is no. the worst trip. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Hamburg Airport is actually not very big at all, is it? Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. yeah. I have been as a tourist to Hamburg, not yeah. not for any work things. Yeah, it's quite small and you don't really have many options, do you? Yeah, so just all the flights were cancelled and EasyJet just went home. I was like, aren't you supposed to get us a um, hotel or something? Yeah, and food vouchers of yeah. all sorts. I didn't get any of it. You see, I don't mind. I don't mind a flight delay, personally, yeah. because I'm like, yes, free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, EasyJet, they're like just... They just went home. It was like five o'clock, so they're like, bye then. <laughs> That's so mm-hmm. bad. Mm. Yes. I had, do you remember Flybee? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were awful. Um, <laughs> they're like worse than, worse than Ryanair. Oh, no. And, and um, they, I used to do a lot of work in Normandy. I had a contract with a website there and I would be, I'd have to fly out up to six times a year, to be honest, um, which is really cool. Don't get me wrong, but like the yeah. airports that served that area are very, very limited, um, and you know, kind of like you can fly like twice a week. They're kind of your oh, options, no. and so I had so many cancelled flights with Flybee, <laughs> and I remember one time they the flight was delayed and then cancelled, and then they put everyone in. Oh no, then they decided they were going to transport everyone to the next closest airport, which was probably around two hours away. And then the coach arrived and then they decided, actually, we're not doing that. We're just going to put you in a hotel and you can come back tomorrow. Yeah. So I was like, yes, money. Because (laughs) we we were still part of the EU and so you got your flight cancellation money. So I was like, this is great. Like, I'm here for longer. And then... So we went to this hotel. It was really nice. It had a spa. It had a pool. It was a really nice restaurant that I was around. I was like, this is, this is okay. <laughs> and then, so bear in mind, the flight has initially delayed and then cancelled. The next morning, this coach has picked us, everyone up from the hotel to get their flight. We get there, cancelled again. No. Seriously, seriously, oh, no. cancelled again. So then they said, we can fly you to somewhere else in the UK. Here are your options. Oh. So initially, I'd flown from... Where had I flown from? <laughs> I want to say South End. And then the next closest option to that was Southampton, which I know people think the UK is really small, but that's actually very far. Yeah, that's mine. So we got to... We got to Southampton and then I needed to get to Manchester. But they'd washed themselves of all responsibility. They were like, no, we've we've done what we need. No. Yes, but I was originally meant to be in Southend and then I was getting a train to Manchester. So you oh. haven't actually got me to my final destination. So they took pity on me and then it was fine. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> they just sort of dump you like, oh, whatever. It's really bad. I recently missed a flight because I was at the airport like, 
three hours early mm-hmm. and um and then I got to the gate and I was like, che- I checked the screen and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. And then some guy was like, is this the right flight? And I got up again. I was like, yeah, look, it says on the screen. And then we sat down and I was like, look, I just need to do some work. I just need to sit down sort of thing. And he was like, okay. And then he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, um, isn't that flight taking off in 10 minutes? What's going on? And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I changed the gate and it was the gate next to mine. And because I was on my phone, I didn't look up and notice. And they just shut the gate and uh, they didn't announce it or anything. They don't. And, they and don't. I got there and they were like, well, it's your fault. I was like, oh, you knew we were in the airport because we checked in. And you yeah. could have... Um, you could have called us or just done yeah, one announcement. True. Like, But when they change the gate, I don't think that they announce it. But yeah. they do often call for passengers. Yeah. I nearly missed a flight for Australian Elegance, actually. <laughs> I was with I was with Kate at Leeds Bradford. Yeah. And we had to go from Leeds Bradford to Schiphol and then Schiphol to Sweden. Ah. And um, we, we were just sat, like, waiting for this flight to yeah. Amsterdam. Just sat, like, having a great time chatting. <laughs> and then we were like, when, where, where's our flight going on? <laughs> <laughs> And we looked and we were like, oh, my God! Ah! We had to run through the airport. Oh, like, no. it, Yeah, it was, we were very close to missing our flight. I hate it. It's very frustrating. And they, they said, no, we don't announce it. We don't announce. And Why? Like, yeah, I know. <sighs> Drives me mad. Yeah, I know. It's mean. Yeah. I've never missed a flight. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm too kind of, um, don't know, I'd like, even if my, well, okay, going to Dubai, <laughs> flying from Heathrow at 9pm on a Sunday evening, right? So that gives me enough time to get from Manchester to Heathrow on the Sunday, but no, yeah. we I travelled the day before. Like, I'm that person. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. But yeah. Wes, in Australia, on my flight home, I was like, I went out because I was like, it's my last night in Australia. <laughs> and I fell asleep. I was, like, staying in a hostel, and I fell asleep on my bed, and I left my handbag out on the balcony. So my phone alarm was getting off, and I didn't hear it. I woke up, and I was like, ah! There's, like, ten people in my room. I'm like, what time is it? What time is it? <laughs> I literally had to just grab my bag and run to the airport. I got a taxi, and I was still in all my clothes for the night before. I hadn't had a shower or seen my teeth. I love it, you sexy mess. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> then I ran, and she was like, ah, oh, at the gate. She was like, you must be um, so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you must be UK cute girl. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I am. And um, she just let me go on. I was sat on the plane from Australia, like, all smelly <laughs> from a night out. Like, oh. It's a long flight. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Poor person. Even if I've been out, if I've been out the night before a flight, I still wake up constantly. You know, when you have that kind of pre-flight, oh, my God, I'm going to miss it, jitters. Yeah. Even if I am drunk as a skunk I will still wake up constantly in fear of missing the flight yeah I do if I'm not drunk but when I'm drunk I just pass out (laughs) I really don't (laughs) I'm like just slowly creeping from drunkness into hangover mode yeah (laughs) not that I'm like a drunken bum or anything yeah yeah no no So, have you been reviewing anything fun for Laundry Lowdown? Um, I haven't 
done some for the last couple of weeks, but I've got a birthday present from them. Yay! So I can't wait to review that. That's for my birthday month next month. That's fun. <laughs> I wonder what it is. I actually I have no idea. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. So um, normally we get the um, information, don't we? So mm-hmm. before we open it, we're like, this is going to be this. And I like it when you don't know and it's a surprise. Yeah, like the Christmas stuff. So when we do the Christmas stuff and we unwrap it. Did you do the Christmas stuff? Yeah. You get oh, like the little good. slip of, you get like the little slip of paper inside yeah. which tells you kind of because sometimes when I get the email which says, Oh, you've got this coming, I suppose in your head you can like visualise, oh, it's gonna look like this. Yeah, yeah. And you have like a slightly premeditated um <laughs> idea yeah I suppose <laughs> I've got um <clears throat> lots of things coming up lots of duets actually oh so I'm doing some stuff with who have I got first oh uh with she's called Shannon and I did a podcast with her um about breast augmentation oh. and kind of about um kind of how the media give us a negative perception of surgery and choices that we make with our body and that kind of thing so I've I'm doing a day with her and then I've got um I've got a handful of reviews with Alicia oh nice have you worked with her no that's 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 another one I feel like kind of like past like ships in the night yeah (laughs) and then also Lauren Louise oh nice because both of those they're not very far from me yeah. You're well, my only other duet. No. Yeah. I live down miles you, away. I mean, you live very far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I always remember the balloon going off <laughs> in our world. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Was that, is that on the podcast we did? Or I a don't video? know, but it should be. If it's not, we should get them to like put it in as a kind of um, an outtake. Like a funny outtake. <laughs> We're just like talking about some lingerie and a balloon explodes and we're yeah. like, ah! I know. I was sorry. And I'm a very jumpy person anyway. Yeah. So. Oh. My goodness. Yeah, you should try and get you should try and do some duets with someone else. Yeah. I feel like you're most likely to see Zoe probably. Zoe or Joss. Oh yeah, or Joss. Yeah. Yeah, I see them. Them the most probably. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Make it happen, laundry lowdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's been amazing to catch up with you. Yeah, I hope yeah. that your foot slash ankle slash leg zone Thank is you. not too painful. Thank you. You need some pethidine for that. Oh, I do. Can you get <laughs> <laughs> Not being dramatic or anything. No, not at all. No. Yeah. Actually, I think that you're quite, I think that you're probably quite stoic. You're very much like just crack on regardless. Um, I'd crack on, but I whinge lots. I oh, do. <laughs> I don't get that impression. Oh, I try and hide it. You did well, well done. You have. I think people around me would say that I whinge lots. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today, my dear. Yeah, thank you. That's all right. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Sophia Smith. That was Lucy Lauren, aka UK Cute Girl. And this was Life Story. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. 
Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.